Welcome to IO Talks. My name is Raymond Franken at Investment Officer Luxembourg. And I'm here with Michaela Ferrelli, the head of MG Investments in Luxembourg. We're speaking at the Alfie Conference in Luxembourg. Michaela, welcome. Very nice to be here with you all. Thank you, Raymond, for having me. We spoke a year ago and you explained in a story for Investment Officer how MG is reorganizing its business post-Brexit basically using Luxembourg as the main base for all the M&G business in continental Europe. That was a plan that was being implemented for a year further now. How is that implementation going? Yes, the plan is very much uh, that Luxembourg is our hub for the European business and uh, also the platform for our international uh, investment offering. Uh, Luxembourg uh, continues to be a global center of uh, excellence and a, and a place where uh, investment fund houses find uh, a lot of the expertise, the technicalities, uh, the law, the credibility, the stability of the system and uh, uh, the whole uh, stakeholder value chain that supports uh, uh, a, an international distribution and international production of funds. The fact that Luxembourg has a, a standing as a global investment center is obviously one of the major attraction points and this is what uh, attracted MNG here. Uh, one year on, uh, we have um, become bigger. Uh, in Luxembourg, we are now uh, 65 colleagues um, and looking after uh, uh, investments, distribution products and all the corporate functions. Uh, we, are, we are very happy. In particular, I would say that um, our vocation for alternative assets is finding in Luxembourg a really suitable ground and framework uh, to, to continue to develop. In your interview a year ago, you said that you aspire to have 50% of sales of investment services at MNG from Luxembourg, from the European continent. Are you on track of meeting that target? I think uh, our European business has been uh, quite successful uh, and last year uh, it was one of the strong uh, um, uh, strong um, contributors to flows uh, for our company. We had um, very good 2022 wholesale sales and the majority came from Europe. So uh, yes, I think we are uh, we are going growing towards that. At 50% yet or and, I wouldn't know how to say if we are there yet or no, but uh, we are You're getting we are close. growing. <laughs> yes. Now, if you look at Luxembourg and also here at the European Asset Management Conference at Alfi, you see that it's a very vibrant ecosystem for funds, for alternative assets. Uh, a, a lot is happening over here. We have maybe a quarter, uh, almost a third of European investment funds that have a domicile in Luxembourg. What, what, what do you see as the, the, fact, the success factor behind Luxembourg? Luxembourg is a, a very neat community, tightly knit community um, with uh, a, an immense uh, amount of experience and expertise. There is uh, a, a layered uh, series of uh, factors that all contribute to um, having great success, I would say. First and foremost uh, is um, 
the possibility to have a product set that is internationally demanded and accepted and uh, with a very high reputation. So it's the possibility to almost, uh, let's say, manufacture one and uh, Sales in in do sales in many many different places. Um, that's definitely one factor. The other factor is uh, Luxembourg continues to innovate. So they started, of course, as uh, we heard in the conference this morning many years ago with the, the usage, uh, you know, embracing the usage regime. Then they also were the first embracing the AFMD, and um, then from there on they continued more recently sustainability, for example, and. Um, the possibility uh, to be always at the forefront uh, of what uh, the legislation and uh, the technicalities in investment funds offer is found in Luxembourg and for companies like ours it's obviously great to be in this ecosystem as you call it, uh, Raymond. USITS has been a, a very big driver of, of Luxembourg's growth in the last uh, three decades. Luxembourg was the first to transpose that EU regulation. We're seeing a number of new developments, uh, especially in alternatives, private equity. We have LTIFs coming up uh, as a new kind of product that, uh, that Luxembourg is very enthusiastic uh, about. Um, do you still as, how do you see the future of USITS? USITS uh, is, is, is a staple. Uh, I think USITS respond very well to the needs of clients who are part of the retail wholesale world, but also is a very proven regime, so continues to be the bedrock of um, investments in public assets. In terms of the other frontiers, uh, let's say that um, private assets for sure AFMD has given this uh, um, legislative framework and um, um, cl clarity of rules so that uh, uh, participants can, um, can use uh, and, and can safely uh, approach uh, investments uh, and, and also flexibly. And the new rules, uh, such as the LTIF or LTIF uh, 2.0 now, or um, anything that goes around uh, improving sustainability in investments, uh, which takes place here in Luxembourg and is uh, very much at the forefront of what's coming, as you say, in the, in the next decades, will be the next leg for Luxembourg to continue to grow. Alternative, as, alternative investments uh, in the last few years have become very much uh, a product that is used by institutional investors. Do you expect, uh, I mean, basically, what's your view on the democratization of these private assets, on LTIF, on, uh, on offering these kind of profit, private market products to uh, retail investors and, and high net worth individuals, not institutional investors? Is, is that part of your business going forward? Yes, we are looking the, into these opportunities. Uh, um, as you say, in the institutional space, uh, private assets have been considered one of the pillars of investing. Um, in the recent years, it has been driven a lot by the request or the research for yields. And um, uh, there was a, a, a strong uh, uh, interest from uh, uh, pension schemes and insurance uh, to go into that space. Uh, 
for the retail side and the wholesale side, clearly the question on liquidity is important. And uh, now that uh, there is uh, a return on the public assets and yields can be fined the public assets again, and let's say the, the risk, um, the, the taking of the risk for investors is is not always necessary, um, I think it's very important to offer private assets as a diversification tool uh, and that will come and explain uh, and have a very clear proposition on factors such as liquidity when we enter into the democratization space. Do, do you think the average retail investor has sufficient patience for a long-term investment like an ELTA fund? The first step uh, into the, um, the private assets to wholesale, if we want to call it in this way, I think uh, stays uh, in the world of uh, the high net worth uh, uh, individuals and above. Uh, that's probably an area where there is sufficient advice uh, and there is also sufficient uh, time frames uh, for these kind of clients to appreciate that obviously you are taking a diversifier in your portfolio, you need to wait for that diversifier to play out. In terms of uh, the, the LTIF regimes, uh, I think accompanied by clarity on what the retail investors will be buying, yes, why not? Uh, um, investors are already investing in their homes or uh, other type of longer term uh, you know, savings, pensions and so on, which they cannot uh, get back uh, immediately or surely not daily. And so I think the, the key is the matching of the understanding of what uh, is a component of your portfolio, why is it in there, to which purpose and in which time frames. Is MNG planning an LTIF product? We are studying uh, um, to enter into the LTIF uh, uh, space. Um, uh, I think we have looked into the new regime as a springboard to actually launch. So that could be a yes? Yes. <laughs> Now, before we go, one important question. We had an announcement from MNG PLC out of London a few weeks ago, uh, which also resonated in Luxembourg, a voluntary redundancy program has been announced. Um, there's basically a need to save costs in the industry. Uh, how is that affecting your business in Luxembourg? Uh, yes, that's correct. So the group uh, announced, uh, together with our results on the 9th of March, uh, that uh, a voluntary program of redundancies is going to be offered. Um, This type of program uh, is uh, something that uh, the company has used in the past and it's a, it's a way to help uh, with simplification and with cost efficiencies in a non-intrusive way, so it's voluntary. Um, in this sense, uh, I, I look at it very positively uh, because it can really be the opportunity for some colleagues to take that slide if... Uh, if they think it's, uh, it's the time. And um, for the company, there is always the, um, 
the vetting, or whether it's a scarce resource or it's a skill we cannot do without. And so let's say that it's a, it's a mechanism uh, that uh, can facilitate both sides. In terms of Luxembourg, uh, we are a growing part of the business and uh, I do not expect a particular take-up, uh, uh, but of course uh, the program uh, will be open to any employee. When you talk about human resources being scarce, the lack of uh, skills that, that all the companies need in Luxembourg, there's a huge number of jobs out there. Is that something you're seeing as well? Uh, difficulty in attracting the right talent for the right job? Um, MNG so far, I think we have been uh, um, able to attract the colleagues uh, we needed. We, we grew steadily, so we didn't, let's say, do a big bang. So, we, but but growing steadily, it, it was possible. What I think is is a challenge in general uh, for Luxembourg is to find a sufficient number of talented resources all the time because the industry here is is growing fast in many different directions. So I think structurally it is uh, it, it is an issue. Uh, for MNG, um, we are um, right-sized, I would say, at the moment, and possibly we will need some few more roles. Uh, looking for additions steadily allows us to uh, also find them uh, in the market. There is also a, a very nice uh, component of um, colleagues, uh, you know, growing in their roles uh, and then giving space for uh, new joiners with maybe uh, less experience, which is more easy to find. Michaela, always a pleasure to, uh, to speak to you. Thank you very much for your time over here. I wish you a good second day of the, the conference uh, tomorrow and all the best at uh, M&G Investments in Luxembourg. My name is Raymond Franken at Investment Officer Luxembourg. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please go to www.investmentofficer.lu and make sure to sign up for the newsletter. It's a professional B2B newsletter that we offer, but it's free as long as you're active in Luxembourg. Thank you. Bye-bye.